Welcome to Atlanta News First Behind the Investigation, where we take you behind the curtain to our latest investigation, explaining how we came up with the story. Tonight's investigation is a collaboration with Atlanta News First and Investigate TV. And joining me now is my colleague, investigative reporter Rachel Blahansky. Tell us more about this investigation it has to deal with water beads. What are water beads to begin with? Yeah, absolutely. So water beads are toys. Uh, people have probably seen them and we'll show you them in just a moment. Mm -hmm. They're these colorful balls and um, they can be used for sensory play. Uh, people also use them for gardening. Mm -hmm. And how they work is when they're exposed to water, they can grow up to 100 times the size. So why are we talking about this today? Well, some small children have been getting their hands on these water beads and ingesting them. And just like in water that they can grow up to 100 times their size, that can happen inside their bodies. And there can be some serious consequences from injuries to even deaths that have been reported. Let's take a watch. Seven years ago, the word non-toxic was part of a selling point for Ashley Haugen and her husband to agree to buy their older daughter water beads. You would think if something said non-toxic that it literally meant that it had nothing in it that was potentially harmful. That's what you would think. And that is not the case. Ashley said they did harm her then one-year-old daughter, Kipley, who got a hold of the little squishy beads despite playing in a separate area. When these little beads are dry, they're the size of a sprinkle. We had followed all the best advice and yet we were sitting here in the hospital. We all just sat and prayed and the surgeon came out and he showed us a picture. And he said, do you know what this is? And the picture was of the water bead material that we had purchased for Abigail's sixth birthday. You don't feel good. Kipley initially seemed to recover, but then she began having movement and other issues, some of which persist today. The developmental pediatrician, he ruled everything else that it could possibly be out, and he diagnosed her with toxic brain encephalopathy, which is a brain injury due to exposure to chemicals. Are water beads non-toxic or toxic? I wouldn't trust any non-toxic labeling on water beads. You know, there, there's companies marking that on products, and there's not standards out there that say what non-toxic means. The Consumer Product Safety Commission oversees thousands of product categories in the United States. But the way laws are written, they often have to negotiate with manufacturers and can't make immediate warnings. Those can take months or years. And according to Commissioner Richard Trumpka, the word non-toxic is no guarantee, especially when it comes to water beads. CPSC's conducted testing of water beads and found concerning levels of acrylamides. It's not a label that the companies have run by us and gotten our approval on or any other government agency. So uh, I wouldn't take them at face value. And with no pre-approval of these labels by our regulatory agency and the inability for the government to test every single product that goes to market, non-toxic has become nonsense to parents like Ashley. All of us were thinking, okay, non-toxic, it should be fine. She should be fine. 
In December, Trumpka wrote to major retailers asking them to stop selling water beads. Many of them quickly made that commitment to pull products, Target, Walmart, Amazon, and others. Our team has watched listings disappear slowly online and products removed from shelves. But we found there are still plenty of listings for water beads to be used in flower vases or as decor. Some of them still brightly colored and appear to have been previously sold or used as toys. Ashley is now known as that water bead lady, a title she proudly took as a representative for other parents. Both she and Commissioner Trumpka support a bill that would ban water beads. And she says there's more to be done. If we're supposed to protect our kids, which is what most loving, caring parents want to do, then we need that information in order to keep our kids safe. Oh, your heart just breaks seeing that little baby in pain there. We want to bring in our own Atlanta News First investigator, Rachel Polanski, live at 5 from Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. And Rachel, have there been cases involving the water beads here in the metro? Yeah, Tracy, there have been cases of children ingesting these water beads here in Atlanta. And I spoke with an ER doctor right outside of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta here. And she told me if you are a parent of a young child, the best thing you can do is keep these beads out of your house. You don't need them for sensory play or for gardening or the other reasons why people might have them. There are a lot of workarounds. Most of the cases I've heard of have involved an older child having access to water beads for fun, but there being a younger sibling in the home where it's just not safe for them to be around water beads at all. Let's take a closer look at the numbers now. According to the Georgia Poison Center, calls related to water bead ingestion have been on the rise for the last five years, with the most calls coming in last year at 85 calls. Now, Dr. Agrawal says that if your child does swallow a water bead, don't panic. If they're breathing okay, call Georgia Poison Center. If they're not breathing, take them to your nearest emergency room. Reporting live tonight outside of Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, Rachel Polanski, Atlanta News First. Rachel, what a heartbreaking story that is. Lee Zurich reporting, by the way. Uh, Rachel, what do the numbers look like in Georgia? Is it, is it an issue here? Yeah, it absolutely is an issue here. I reached out to the Georgia Poison Center, and they told me they have seen a steady increase in recent years. So we're talking about in 2019, they received 16 calls related to water beads. Last year, that number jumped to 85 calls. Wow. So pretty big deal. Um, and that's just what they know of, because a lot of times when something like this happens, the parent doesn't think to call Georgia Poison Center. They might just rush to the ER. Um, so probably the numbers are even higher than than what we know from the Georgia Poison Center. And you spoke to a doctor about this. Can you tell me a little bit more about what she had to say? Yeah, so I talked with an ER doctor at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, and she said this is a problem that they have seen in Atlanta. Her best advice for parents of small kids is just don't have these water beads in your house. Even if they're for your older child, mm -hmm. your younger child can still get their hands on them, and it's just, it's just not worth it. Um, she also says if your child does swallow a water bead, don't panic. If they're breathing, call the Georgia Poison Center and report it. If they're not breathing or they seem like they're they're having any kind of issues at all, then take them over to the emergency room and they, of course, can help. Yeah, very good advice and an important story that all parents need to see. Uh, Rachel, thank you so much. And we will see you next time on Atlanta News First, Behind the Investigation.